previously on the Glass Cannon Podcast. And right when you walk into the Great Hall, you get that sense that the body of the Doolahan isn't there anymore where it fell. no. Because all I can conjure up in my head is all the dying I've been party to. Ashby. Oh, shit. It is death that follows us. Your name. What? And then clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. Oh, no, no. Death that seeks us. His new hex is he, I took the flight hex. So oh, nice. I hate to break it to you, but you're going to die now because the last person on this podcast to have a fly hex it killed her. That's right, during the fly hex. Yeah. It killed her. Good night, Joe. Good luck, my feline friend. You show her out. And I imagine her roaming for a little bit. And then she sees up in the distance a shack. And as she gets closer, she hears what can only be described as a chorus of voices and light. And the shack starts shaking. Ashby. There is a veil beyond which we may cross. And if it is forced to happen to you before your time, just know that there are beacons beyond. There are places your soul can find comfort and peace. Let's start with uh, four bears. Joe, you look pretty psyched by your role. Uh, I got a freaking nine. Oh. Like, talk about oh. needing to <laughs> act fast. No, none of us. None of us are crossing the veil if I have anything to say about it. Uh, it charges up and 15 feet away it levels its lance. Blackout. The adventure continues now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashpeak, and you know what? Welcome to another year. Happy New Year, everybody, and I hope your 2019 will be the best you've lived yet. I'm excited because I'm going to get a chance to hang out with some of y'all in Chicago during the most wonderful time of the year to experience traumatizing weather exposure. That event sold out, but we'll still see you guys on January 27th, 2019 at Lincoln Hall in Chicago, Illinois. But before we leave 2018 in the past, I have to give a special thanks to the Dallas-Fort Worth area GCP Nation for coming out and spending some time with me just a few days before Christmas. I had such a fantastic time, and it was great seeing everyone together. I also want to give special thanks to Amanda, Gary, and Noel for planning the whole shindig. It was truly some Christmas magic. But that's not all, Dallas. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm coming back with a posse next time. Troy Valley. Joe O'Brien, Skid Mar, Matthew Gabacaza, and yours truly will be putting on the Ritz at Canton Hall on February 23rd at 7 p.m. And you know what? I'm sick of these guys. I want y'all to show these elitist East Coast nerds how everything's bigger in Texas, especially the hospitality. Aww. It's going to be a special night, so even if you live out in Oklahoma, Arkansas, or Louisiana, you better be there. Just remember, though, hook 'em horns. I guess the moral of the story that is this intro is that I am hopeful for a new year and thankful for all of the support and friendship. I'm also very thankful I'm not currently in Skiergard in a game of chicken with a headless four-legged monster. Speaking of which, get your popcorn out and get ready to shout because it's time for episode 189, Lance Lance Retribution 2, Lance Like Nobody's Watching. Talk about starting the year off with a bang! <laughs> Shaboom! With a hideous, gruesome charge. <laughs> that old saying. Yep. Starting the year off with a hideous, gruesome charge. The old Lance Bass to the face. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine just getting slapped with a naked Lance Bass. <laughs> you would be so lucky. A fade uh-huh. western death. <laughs> no. No, that's that's a, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's true. It's times three credit for sure. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh man, oh man. Thank God we had some time between the end of that episode and and this episode to really 
really dig in. We did. Um, because I, in the moment, I wasn't prepared for it. I, I mean, I obviously, I know I'm looking at a, a 19 to 20 crit range. I, I know what kind of damage this guy can lay out. But I also knew that I was going to wrap up the episode pretty soon. So I didn't think we'd get very deep into the combat. And there were a lot of things I needed to think about as this, uh, as this Dullahan was being rejuvenated. There were there were things that in the moment I didn't consider. So I'm glad I had some time to, to add go, up all those numbers. To just add up all those numbers. <laughs> to get like, we had to get like a pen and everything. There was a lot. There was a lot involved. A lot more. Um, it takes several days. It really does. <laughs> and thank God for the subreddit because I, I use that as a jumping off point to uh, uh, to jump off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place to jump off. It's a, a great place to start if yes. that's your intention. Well, it is a simple fact that there are a lot of people that know the rules far better than we do. Yes, yeah, and yeah. that in its in itself is depressing. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to quote Jason Bullman right now when he said to, he was talking to us about getting the rules right, and he goes, "I've listened to your show, and that doesn't seem to be your thing." <laughs> <laughs> it true. really isn't our thing. It's not. It's not our stock and trade at all. <laughs> well, attempting. Attempting. We try, attempting. But yeah, we, I think we try. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, we, we, we certainly try. We're a hell of a lot better than when we started this show. That's true. But it just shows you the depth of this game, that even after... How long have we been doing this? Three years? Four, four years, years. Four years. We still... And it's not like we... And we played for years before then. Um, you know, we started, if I'm not mistaken, though we released in June of 2015. I think we started recording episodes in January of 2015. Yeah, so I think, I think it's that's been right. like pretty wow. much exactly four years. Exactly four wow. years. And then before that, we each had a few years of, of Pathfinder under our belt, some more than others. Um, and my God, there's still just so much. It's, it's not even about like remembering... Simple things like oh, uh, attack of opportunity, but this thing, uh, yeah, acrobatics check, you know, half speed. There's there's the there's the basic stuff like that that just eludes us from time to time. But then there's the, the deeper levels of the rules that we just, I don't know. I guess we all need to go back to the core rule book every once in a yeah, while. I was yeah, thinking about that. But it's also as you level up, you, there's new rules. Like every time you're right. fighting new like uh, CRs of enemies and everything, there's just new rules. The the further on you go, and the, the more complex those rules get. And then you end up in those, those situations where you're like. I've never been in this weird set of circumstances. Well, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Is like so many of them are so situational. Like we could have played Pathfinder for four years and never once had anyone crit on a charge with a lance. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a very specific set <laughs> of is. circumstances that right. have to unfold. Yeah. Yeah, and the, even the the ruling on how how those numbers combine is it's a it's a deep cut in the rule book. <laughs> you really have to dig through the forums, but it's in there. It's in there. Yeah, we found out um, for better or for worse. <laughs> for better. For better for us. Yeah, for much for better. better. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's not like we don't want to learn them. We just uh, got a lot going on. <laughs> it's not that bright. <laughs> it's not that bright. It's fundamentally, not all that bright, and it's it's, it's only so much room up here. Yeah. For, for rules. You're not that smart. <laughs> story. I have to remember every single line from every Simpson season from two through eight, and there just isn't much more room. That, well, and, that you have to do. Yeah, well, that you have to. And you have all the Monty Python up there. I got all too. the Monty Python. Flying I got circus. Select SNL. You have skits. you have the starting lineups of every major league team from I 1982 have, I did to this with Troy. Troy, we did this one night. <laughs> yes, I, I know I know the college, the position of everyone and the, the order, everyone who was drafted from the like nineteen ninety one through nineteen ninety five NBA drafts. That's insane. And I did I was sitting with Troy one night. Yeah, I was like, pick seven in uh, ninety and he's like so and so went to you know Ball State <laughs> Drafted yeah. by the Pacers. Yeah. <laughs> I used to know this. trade it up. Oh, that's right. They traded it up. <laughs> I used to know this for the ma- for the major Tony Awards, like back through like 1960 something. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. That's even cooler. <laughs> I would say that's way cooler, Skid. You know, in my mind, I, that's, that sentence came up, and I'm like, they'll probably just gloss over that. Nope, never gonna happen. Can't believe you said that. Four years later, you go. still believe that. Oh my god, three jocks just came in here and beat up Matthew. Oh my god, who left the door unlocked? He just kicked sand in his face and they ran I, away. Where did we get a locker? He stuffed it. I was both in high school theater and I was a varsity athlete. Oh, so oh. fuck you. Uh, Matthew, they what? have racquetball at your it's college. Matthew, it's pronounced <laughs> Mathley. Mathley. No, I was not an athlete. <laughs> you know how ultimate frisbee. There's some controversial Oscar nom winners, Oscar Best Picture winners. Do you have a controversial Tony Award winner that you didn't agree with? Oh, there are tons. Okay, yeah. give us one. Throw, throw us one. Just, just really burn one really a bridge for the future. Well, yeah. I think what burn, what really gets my every color. Scott Rudin production. 
Oh, no, those are beautiful. <laughs> those are absolutely beautiful. Um, no, what really gets my gall is when there's like just a really weak year. Mm. So like the 1995, there were only two shows up for Best Musical. Mm. Oh, that's not right. So, yeah, it's like, okay, great. You won the it, Sunset Boulevard one. It's like, great. But you had one other show in competition. Yeah. Yeah. You came first out of two. It's like yeah. the Eagles winning the Super Bowl against a weak Patriots team. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> exact same thing. I, I don't think How it should count. Against How a really if you go to my, worst Patriots Super Bowl team. If you go to my Twitter, you can find a Kickstarter I'm having to have that uh, Super Bowl revoked from them. I think Troy's already donated $500. Yes, yes. A lot of people it's, are talking yeah, about it. It's been great. The, the Philly special is an illegal play. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's talk about the show that we do. Hmm. What is this one called again? This one is the Glass Cannon. Glass, glass, a cla- this is a classic show of ours. It is. This is one of our core shows <laughs> that we do. <laughs> true American classic. Among our. Do you yeah. think it ranks among the top three shows we produce? I would say it's certainly top five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> certainly top five. One of our best at rules, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's actually true. <laughs> that's so sad. I've made you wait long enough, Joe. Now let's make you wait just a tiny bit longer. <laughs> I want you to all just kind of jump into the pretend copter with me for a second. <laughs> we renamed it, I see. Yes. <laughs> Jumping it's a new thing for 2019. The old pretend copter. Come to the copter if you want to live. And like a typical, what's a good like 70s Vietnam movie song that would come on? Uh, Painted Black. Oh yeah, Painted Black. Yeah. Or Fortunate Son. Okay, yeah. yeah. All along the watchtower. They all come on at once. It's really, <laughs> it's really confidence. You're like, I can't turn it off, turn it off. Come on, come on. It's, it's like, this is worse than the M60 fire. Ah, oh God. <laughs> Pretend copter's going down. And then Flay of the Valkyries comes on. Pretend copter's going down. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of radio interference oh man <laughs> it's funny because we're a radio show oh, right God. it's true okay so <laughs> do, do we need to reset before, but no, we no, no, before the copter went down we're all we're all in imagination land you almost got you and you see very close the inside of a small wooden shack there's a single window kick up it's <laughs> a single yes. window off to the right facing the west where the sun has long passed below the horizon. Our eyes move past the window towards a hulking figure with its back to us, hunched over, sitting on a simple handmade wooden chair. There's a small fire blazing in front of him, casting a giant shadow of him on the wall to the left, breathing heavily, straight-backed, With eyes closed, hands resting on his knees, we come around to see forebears. He sits alone in this one-room shack, surrounded by stacks of bundled furs along with trapping and hunting equipment. A simple cot stands in the corner, and we zoom in on his closed eyes and straight into his mind. He's calling up a memory. Once again, we see forebears as a young boy on the verge of manhood, standing in the wild, cold and alone. Another bear emerges from the woods, the third bear to confront him since his grandmother left him in the wilderness. This one is a very large bear compared to the first two, with brown fur starting to gray around the nose and ears. Back in the shack, forebears is scanning through the memory, his eyelids twitching like he's in REM sleep. A gravelly voice echoes in his mind. A trial of power. We see the bear now talking to young forebears. Your whole life, you've been larger than boys your age. You feel that your strength will bring you power. But this is an illusion. One that many fall victim to. A day will come, however, when you will know how powerless you really are. You will be overpowered, and the strength of your great body will fail you. When that day comes, you must be ready to harness the power of the spirit 
for its strength is limitless. The now older forebears in the shack takes a deep breath at the memory. Remembering the trials always helps to center him, to focus on that which is most important, seeking revenge for the death of his people and finding his sons in the afterlife, whose spirits he has still yet to reach. The fourth bear was small and quick, with jet-black fur and dark, ominous eyes. The trial of purpose... It's the only trial that, even after all these years, still remains a riddle to him. The small bear's voice still echoes in his mind. What is now will not always be. What becomes may become of nothing. Truth will come from lies, as lies will come from truth, and each will owe the other. Undeath will bring more death. Your purpose will not always be, and your why will come from a truth of lies. Lost in the memory, still trying to make sense of it, Forebear shakes his head as a voice pipes up within the shack. Until you live a thousand lives in one, you will never understand. Forebear's eyes snap open, and he's returned to the present. A rabbit sizzles over the flame in front of him and sitting across from him on the other side of the fire, the glowing spirit of his grandmother. (laughs) He smiles to see her as he's connected with her spirit many times over the years. Little bird, you must focus. I come to you now, only moments ahead of them. Forebears looks at her quizzically. Now you must remain calm. I've asked them for a moment to prepare you, but they rush to you like water through the crack in a dam. I cannot hold them back any longer. Forebear's eyes start darting around the room a little nervously. These powers that were thrust upon you late in life, my little bird, out of necessity for our people, not by choice or by practice. I train for many years to keep my footing, but the spirits will crash into you like the surf of a great ocean. They will break upon you and pull back again even stronger, trying to bring you with them to the deep beyond. You must not be swept away by it. In that instant, lights of a hundred colors flash before forebears and become like blinding white light, like the light of the sun reflecting off the mountain snows. Instinctively, he raises his hands to his face, pained by this sudden brightness, but accompanying the light are what seems like a thousand voices, shouting, screaming, talking, whispering. He senses desperation, fear, sadness, joy, triumph, defeat. Forebears tries to make sense of the voices, but there's too many, like too many 70s songs in a pretend copter. (laughs) His body begins moving back and forth as if there's a physical presence in the room as well, pushing and pulling at his consciousness, pushing and pulling at his own spirit. A great need. He feels a great need, so many needs. Suddenly, as his eyes adjust to the light, he sees among these spirits that are filling his cabin, his great warrior uncle in the room, bathed in light himself, armed with his tribe's ancestral weapon, ready for war. They need you, forebears. Listen to find the path. Forebears tries to close his eyes and just focus on a single voice. Through the flashing and shimmering of pink and black and red behind his eyelids, he hears a, 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 maybe a male voice emerge. It's gruff and strong, speaking urgently. Forebears can't make all of it out, but suddenly he picks something out. The, 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 the mountain. God, seek the giant mountain. Another voice, this time female, and, and speaking quietly but confidently. If he tuned out the screams of the desperate spirits, he feels as if he could hear her calm tone. Find my spirit walker. Skelt. Seek Ash Peak. The way to find us 
Then his grandmother's voice comes through, though her spirit is no longer visible in the room. You are doing well. They have not yet pulled you under. Listen to me, little bird. The giants have killed more than our tribe. They have killed many tribes, Shoanti and others, and they will kill many more. Something is happening in our beyond that I cannot explain to you. But trust this. Follow the path of the spirits, for it will mean reaching your sons. Hearing about his sons, four bears starts to fall out of his chair. Quickly regaining his balance, he moves at once to the door of his shack, throws up the bar, and pushes out into the night. Up above, a half-moon lights the rolling hills between his shack and Skelt. He's picking through the voices. Find my spirit walker. Skelt. Ashpeak, one of the voices had said. The way to find us. Seek the giant mountain. The, the mountain of giants, it's all mixing together in his brain. Suddenly, behind him in the night, he hears a shuffling noise coming from the bushes some distance beyond his shack. Turning quickly, he catches the moonlight glinting off the eyes of a large animal. Perhaps a cat. The eyes regard him for a moment, then turn away, black fur melting into the night. All of this goes through your mind, forebears, as this headless horseman levels his lance and charges directly at you with a confirmed crit. Wow. Well, uh, were we supposed to... Is that forebears in that memory? Yes. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense than what I was thinking. (laughs) <laughs> Who'd you think of? Who'd think of I don't you? want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doom, doom, doom. It's the season. So as we learned the season. in the past week, this guy crits normally times three. Also, while charging, he does double damage. The way that works is just think of that as times two. When you combine times three and times two, it becomes a times four crit. That's just how it works. If you combine... <laughs> in Pathfinder rules, not in math rules. Right, not in math rules. That's right. Three plus two is normally five. Um, <laughs> times three is normally six. One of, one of the times three and one of the times two is just the normal damage. Right. right. You didn't hit him twice. Right. You only hit him once. Right. So the, the extra, uh, that's the, the multiplier, like it's added on rather than it. Right. So when you do double damage, you roll the original hit and one more. Level of damage. Got it. Right. When you roll a, a triple, you roll one and two more levels of damage. Right. So when you combine the one more and the two more, you get three more. Right. One, two, three, four, four times damage. This is a times four. Which means crit. four bears is fine. <laughs> You're going to be fine. fine. He's going to be fine. fine. He may very well be fine. Now, here's the thing this is a named character. Yes. So, yes. This is, yes. so this is going to be a crit pulled out of here. Before you start looking, Joe, I just want to go over. I'm so nervous. I know. I hate that you're the one that has to do this. This is his Matt, job. Keep him honest. Um, this, is, this is the thing. Like, think about how we do Baron's crits. If it says double damage, it does the prescribed crit damage. So if the crit says double damage, it will remain a times four crit. If it says normal damage, it will be a times three crit. If you pull up a triple damage crit... I won't even bother rolling the dice. No, actually, I will. (laughs) You roll roll all the time when you don't have to. How badly he gets the payout. That'll be a times five crit if it says triple. Uh, Yeah, okay. Before we look up what the crit is, I just want, do you have any interesting magical items on your person right now? Just asking for a friend. (laughs) Yeah, I have plenty of stuff for you to take. Uh, Should you live long enough? Like, even if he goes down, I don't know, like, how anybody's going to fight this thing. Yeah. So it's hey, Raz has been uh, eyeing those druids' robes in your backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on to me. Hold on to me, O'Brien. He's <laughs> got the good um, stuff. I'll give you some good so, news. So, yeah, I, I think that, I think, you know, at the end of last uh, week, I thought that he was, you know, 100% dead. He's definitely not 100% dead. Because after the four times thing and then thinking about our first fight with this guy, I'm, like, I'm feeling a little more confident. I think he's going to be okay. Okay. Now, you could roll max damage. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that could do. I, you know, but like... I feel like I'm going to be fine. Well, you want some good news? Yes. This is going to make you feel like you don't have to worry at all, but you still should worry. You guys took off of his person a belt of thunderous charging. 
The belt of thunder is charging. Oh. Do you remember doing this? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. You were, you were yeah. all were there. Made me think of remember, another yeah. character that could charge. Yes. We said uh, this would be great. Yeah. yeah for Sir Will. For Sir Will. That's okay. right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So. Just we got to bring Joe into the remember Joe into the memory, and then he'll remember. It. Yes. Yeah. When you walk me through. hit someone on a charge with that, your dice go up. D sixes become D eights. D eights become D tens, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as you can see, this rejuvenated version of him does not have said belt on. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, so even better. Even better. <laughs> it's Bears. still a significant <laughs> amount of damage. My buddy Bears. Read me the fan. Critical. All right, I haven't even looked at this, so I'm going to try sure. to do it quick. I'll tell you this much, Joe. If you don't die, or if you... I will consider healing you. Oh, thank you. That's sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the thing. It's like there's a huge distance between unconscious and, and dying for forebears with an 18 con. Sure. So you can definitely still go unconscious, that's but it's, it's that... Below con number, I think is really I mean, going to be hard. Could be I like, wasn't joking. Really going to be hard. An extra three d eight damage or something to the <laughs> double damage. Like you could never know what these crits are. <laughs> these fans are wild. Okay, uh, this one comes in from Tarl or Bo. Ooh. Tarl or Bo in Gillette, Wyoming. Oh, oh no, no, Gillette. No. Wyoming's hate you. Seems like a weird nickname. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm a shick man myself. <laughs> my heart just jumped out of my chest. I don't know. I don't know what it does. Okay, but it's called Oh Ho 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 Ho. U R F'd. Four bears. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound that bad. It Wait, says Oh it say Ho 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 U R F'd. Insert name here. Oh, four bears. Oh. No, I read this once, obviously a while ago, but I just don't remember it. Okay, give it to us straight. Uh, I'm shaking. You hit your target so incredibly hard that you feel the target's body bend and then break, knocking them off their feet in the process. Increase your weapon's crit modifier by one. Oh, that's... Oh, my God. Double damage does triple damage. Triple damage does four times damage, etc. And the target is knocked prone. Reflex save reduces the critical multiplier to normal, but the target is still knocked prone. Oh, my God. I mean... I mean... So, we're looking at a times five critical. Just the worst thing that could have happened... Yeah, I mean, I mean I unless you really that, hate being prone, that's the real difference. The prone doesn't matter. The real <laughs> difference is, I think five times kills him. Four times, I think he's fine. I think that the, I think your your chances of survival at four times are very very good, okay. unless I roll killer. Yeah. Uh, well, reflex save. Um, it's not going to be great, but I don't think it's going to be that bad. He doesn't wear armor. Uh, I don't even. I'm looking on my computer for my character sheet. It's on my iPad. Okay. <laughs> reflex save oh, against shit. my it's, AC. It's, it's your AC, right? Oh, no. That's not good. Um, I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> I mean, your AC... What's it called again? It's called... Oh, oh you are effed. Forebears. Four oh, you and I have been texting so much over the past couple days, and I have been... I couldn't have been more vague with you about this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went back. The only reason I felt more confident is because I went back and listened to the, our first fight, and mm-hmm. I heard the damage you did to Four Bears with Power Attack, and you did 30 points damage to Four Bears, you did 33 to Baron in that fight. And I was quadrupling it, and I was like, I live. If, if he does those damages, I live. Mm-hmm. And that was with a... Th- uh, well, I guess he wasn't charging when he did those, so the thunderous thing didn't come into play, maybe, but... Um, but so then I was like, he'll be fine. And I do a lot of these. I read a lot of these crits, and not a lot of them are triple damage. Very few. Almost all of them are double damage. There's very few people that are like, I only want to do normal damage. Like, everybody writes in they want to do double damage. We were sitting in the kitchen before this. I'm like, are there a lot of triple damage crits? You're like, there's a couple. Yeah, no, not, not many. Lot. Not a lot. Not many. There's only but a I said few. There, I said there's almost no normal damage. There's only a yeah. few psychopaths who want to totally alter the trajectory of our podcast <laughs> to that degree. And one of them lives in Wyoming. I'm sure that I they, mean, they did pay for the privilege. They did. You know what? You open up you the crit deck, though. There are triple damage in there. There was a decapitation that almost killed Lord almost Curly. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Straight up decap. All right. Okay, so we, we're putting it off too far. I, I'm, I'm like pretty sure, right, that it is the AC of the creature that's hitting you that, that your save is against. Because usually it's when you're doing a crit. They, they're, yeah, the um, DC is the AC of the creature. Yeah. Um, so now let me ask you this. Uh, remember, a natural 20 is an automatic success. That's what I think It's a I reflex need. save. Yeah. Uh, what is your bonus? It is plus nine. Okay. Uh, okay. Do I have to? Okay. <laughs> yes. you, I think you have to get a natural 20. Okay. That's my guess. You've done, uh, you've done it before. 
I have done it. I have done it before on certain occasions. Um, it's true. I have rolled. Usually not in clutch I have rolled. Uh, hey, Sir Will did it twice to deflect crits, and I rolled really high over seventy-five on a D one hundred and did it twice. This is so intense. I am like literally shaking. I went completely dry mouth. By the way, it is uh, cruel and unusual. Natural twenty. Cruel and unusual punishment to have Joe read the crit that could kill him. Uh, it's yeah. awful. It's like having someone make their own noose before they're like. How great would that freaking crit be if it was yours? If like you oh. always just do double damage, yeah, and then you're like, yeah, triple damage, yeah. Where did right. you come from, Cottonmouth Joe? Just think how the Doula hand feels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I, I have my original D twenty. <laughs> I have my original D twenty, which is famous for rolling a five on Lork's uh, famous charge. And You'll then need I higher have, than that. I have That's my lucky say. die lately. Okay, what do you guys think? The lucky die lately or the original? You gotta Here. go where the mojo is. Got to go where the mojo is. The, I the don't. I don't want to tilt the scales either way, Joe. It's up to you, buddy. <laughs> then I'll blame you. Uh, all right, lucky yeah, die. Lately. I was not endorsing either die. I was saying you have to sense them and yeah. choose the mojo. So <laughs> this die showed up in L.A. Somebody gave it to me in L.A. It's the orange die with the green numbers. It came up in the Pathfinder playtest, and I rolled amazing. And I, it's rolled pretty well since. So here we go. Oh my god! Standing up. Grant's <laughs> on his feet. Natural 15. Okay. 24. No. When, when he charges, his AC goes down. That's right. It goes down by two? Two. Or maybe by one. Plus two to hit, minus one to AC. You're so close. This is very important. Uh, you know what? I'll add the condition charging. I believe it's a minus two to AC. What'd you get? I got a 24. His AC is now 25. Oh! While charging. Oh, my God. There are so many double damage crits in there. There's so many. Uh, Well, Joe, uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll the damage. This is a uh, a time. I'm like... I'm, I'm sick to my stomach. Is there a ch- is there it's so weird because so I was totally fine with him gone. Like, I completely accepted it. And then I started doing the research, and we found out about the four times thing. And I was like, oh, it's four times, it's going to be fine. There's still a chance, right? You could roll shitty, and I would still, would that still? Uh, how, how many hit points do you have left? Uh, I don't want to tell you. I don't want you to know the okay. number. I just want you to roll and tell But just me. multiplying his bonus damage by five. Oh, gonna yeah. be that, that might enormous. do it. That alone might do it. With power attack on. Shit. I'm, I'm literally shaking as I'm rolling these dice. Yeah, I'm shaking uh, too. Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, that's a bad one for you. Oh, well, <laughs> all you need is one bad roll, I think, and then it's donezo. I think he's actually writing down numbers. He's doing the math. He it? is. One hundred and fifty-nine points. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Plus four Sonic. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> Oh God! What's the four times? Uh, so just take one four like, times. Take like your best D, whatever you rolled away, or oh, what it would have been uh, four times. Well, it was 110 points of bonus damage right off the top, and then uh, and that was when it was five times. Yeah, and no, yeah, at five times, and then it was 10 D6 on top of that plus one D6 Sonic, so 11 D6. So it would have so been. You actually rolled kind so of it would have been eight D6. It would have been oh, no, 8d6 plus, uh, plus 88. 8d6 plus... 96 plus 88. 96 plus 88. I'll tell you what that would have been. 88 plus... It, with my actual rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still shaking. So just take away those last two. I really want to know if Tarl or Bo killed me. 124 points of damage, maybe? Okay. So, yeah, that does not kill him. Definitely puts him down. But does not kill him. Shh. Shit. So explain to me what happens. This lance goes, I mean, pinpoint right through your beating heart. Um, uh, well, um, 
Well, let's go with the crit. You, you, you hit your target so incredibly hard that you feel the target's body bend and then break, knocking them over. So uh, I imagine, yeah, like even this, this Dullahan from his perspective, if he could feel anything... Uh, he feels it just like go straight through, right? I mean, you could even say at that speed with that size, Forebears has his shield up. It just like goes right through his shield, right through his armor, Cracks right through shield. his bones, mm-hmm. right through his body and out the other side. He probably um, knocks Faraza over. Uh, is Faraza behind standing him? right behind you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if he goes prone. All right. So what I imagine is it's just like... Right, and just like if uh, see forebears' face, and it's just like whoosh, silence blocked the blow, didn't hit me. How do I not? Must have been fine, but something's off, something's different. And he's just standing there looking at this guy, and it's almost like time stops, and he just turns around. And there's his body, like, bowled over, Feyraza, like, falling to the ground in slow motion. Like, this guy knocked him so hard, he knocked his spirit, like, right out of him. Like, his spirit stayed right where it was, and he knocked his body right out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I imagined. And he's looking, and he's like, no, no, no. And then some, like, light it starts coming for him, and he's just like, no, 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 no. And then, Envelops him. He's got chills. All over <laughs> I feel like Baron looked over right as it happened and saw these disembodied Shuanti just like holding forebears up with their hands and just like trying to push them full forward and hold them up. And then in that single blow, they just first disperse. Oh, man. When I hear body breaking in half, I imagine something actually pretty grotesque. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like the cover of when 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 Bane killed Batman, that like that yeah. old comic, that, like yeah. his back just, just broken, for, in half. just yeah, backbone just snapping in two. And he had 115 hit points, so 133 damage would be permadeath. So he obviously overdid it, but I mean that much damage in one. Sh- that's now that is the new highest damage that you have ever rolled on this yeah, show. I think so, and may ever will. Dare I say, <laughs> without mythic we rolls, got, we got a couple more bucks. 159 <laughs> in one hit. Um, Troy's going to get a tattoo of this 159 right about right on his cramped stamp and just underneath it like what does that mean? it's a really long story <laughs> hop in this copter with me and I'll tell you I don't want to go to the beach with daddy they all laugh at him <laughs> you know it would have been those would have been D8s if it had the belt of thunderous charging and then I mean probably game over but without that I mean you had every chance in the world were it not for this uh this guy in Wyoming that does not care for you. Uh, Gillette, Wyoming. Uh, Tarl or Bo. Wow. Would have been a great crit if it was for us, man. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, if that hits Bar- that Baron gets that crit, times five, five gun crit. Right. Um, all right, let me ask you this. He's currently at minus 44, so uh, that would have killed those you heels at, ready. <laughs> that would have killed you at full health, though, right? Uh, no. 159? Yeah. It would have killed me by two points. Plus, yeah. Oh, plus, it would have killed anyone. Plus four Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Sonic would have killed right <laughs> It would have killed Baron? Yeah. Baron has 127 hit points. Yeah, I have a hundred. Pembroke would have lived. Oh, yeah. I'd be fine. <laughs> oh, you know what? You well, it would have been on oh, one of my mirror images. It, it would have been Can totally fine. Can you imagine that? <laughs> uh, this old, frail old man. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it explodes. You know what? Like a train vaporized. I didn't even it. think of this. It would not have killed him if we were not under the effects of the curse. Oh, you mean that? Because your con is three lower. Yep. Oh my! I just took the con off. Well, no, that hit just now would have, but it wouldn't if have you killed him at full health right. if we didn't have that ability score penalty. Well, um, not to be um, rude, but <laughs> is your light spell still active? Because <laughs> that's really going to affect. Uh, it should, it should be right because he cast, he cast it on the object. That's true. Does it? It doesn't. It probably doesn't require concentration. Does it? <laughs> I want to grind this to a halt. It just makes sure. It doesn't sure. require concentration. <laughs> well, Shut up. What no one can see at home is that the minute uh, Troy read that damage off, he put the red X over four bears on both sides. Like he's a common. Like orc. he's a common. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you like that little touch? I'm going to go uh, get a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Someone to carry your bags? Yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, the moving right along, quarter. it is. Feyraza's turn. Feyraza, you see this happen, and, you know, I, I won't say, I won't uh, 
steamroll you and getting knocked over, but every part of you. I mean, his body is on top of me. Like, if, if I get knocked, you, I can't. He that much damage, that much force. That's, uh, you're going. You're going for rules as flavor there, not as written. But I like wrong it. with that. I like it. Yeah. All right. I, no, I, that's cool. Go for it. So you're prone, and your uh, your friend is has well, never been more dead. <laughs> That's true. Very true. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> I didn't. Re- I didn't. I. I didn't realize I was going next. Um, well, I can say, Baron, you did ready an action to fire. You can uh, take that action if you want. And he's currently twenty-five feet away, which is two range increments outside of the uh, Umlo, the Dragon's Breath weapon's range. I see. 40, 40 feet. feet. I'm sorry. So yeah. that's three range increments outside of uh, his range. There is no uh, grit left, but I think in seeing this, Baron just goes, no, and fires a shot. Oh, 10 oh, oh. on the die. That's going to be minus. So two, three range increments minus nine. So that's a 14 to hit. That's not a hit. And that's against regular AC. Uh, no, that is a miss. So just a. Ah. Gah. Uh, it is Feyraza's turn. I'm going to keep you, Baron, as going ahead of the dual hand because you readied that action. Technically, you would have got that shot off sure. before it hit uh, sure. and killed four bears. Um, oh, God. Uh, I think Faraze would spend her action trying to do a heal check on four, four bears. Okay. Um, to see if he's dead. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it would be pretty obvious. But to see with if that, like, with that attack, I mean, he would like, be obliterated. Like you would know, yeah, minus forty. Right. Like it's so, it's minus forty four. It's just like he, it's like if, if the, the seeing the, the Fargo guy and the wood chipper. Like, Let me see if he's actually dead. <laughs> yeah, I know it's just his foot sticking out of the chute, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna check. If that lance went straight through the shield, it had to pierce straight through him. Not to be gross, but uh, there were probably organs impaled as the yeah, lance came out the right. other side. You like see, a kebab. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of heart and a couple just lungs like, on there. Just like starts to, like after he knocks Feyraza over, he just starts to, like lift four bears in the air from uh, fifty feet. You know how strong you have to be to lift four bears from yeah, fifty feet away. Big dude. Slides down the lance. Oh, no. He puts on several onions and peppers afterwards. <laughs> Not to keep harping on it, but one indulge me one more second. Sure. Without that curse, I just realized I would have made the save. It was only oh. one point. My reflex save would have been one higher. Oh, so without that curse, I definitely would have lived in this moment. Grace. Grace. Uh Feyraza, what are you thinking? Okay, Feyraza is going to um, begin casting. Begin casting. Yeah. It is now Pembroke's turn. Um, I'm not in range of the lance right now, am I? Right now, five. T- uh, you are not. Okay, it can yep. five foot step and get you in range. She'll, Faraza will stand up and begin casting. Okay. Pembroke is knows that we are effed, much as Mr. What's-His-Name from Gillette, Wyoming. Tarl Orbo. Tarl Orbo. I can't Maybe even that, name my assailant. I mean, they could <laughs> one of two. That could be his whole name. We could be being incredibly, incredibly racist. Tarl Orbo. Tarl Orbo. Taylor. What? It's definitely know. written as two words. Tarl Orbo. Whoever this horrible person is. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give out his email to GCP. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm so. Tell yeah. him what you think. <laughs> it's dox him. Uh, yeah, so Pembroke, you might actually get some fan mail. <laughs> Pembroke knows that this okay. is this situation is untenable, and so he is going to move right behind Feraza, and it says, "Baron, to me, we must leave." Pembroke stands behind Feyraza. It now goes past Forebear's turn to Baron. Baron, he yells out to you. Says, gotta get out of here. Baron skedaddles. He moves with fear and hatred in his eyes. And he yells out at the creature. It was Ashpeak. It was my name. Me you were looking for, and I'm coming back. Baron moves there. Um, Skid, do you did you ready an action or anything, or did you did you uh, need to just move and wait? Or? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think I can ready an action after moving. But you can, I can. Yeah. Then I, st- as yeah. long as it's a standard. As soon action. as like everyone in the party is within touch range, boom, four bears teleport. Too? Four bears' body too. Um. Oh well, in that case, then I move so that I can. Uh, within touching range of him too, so uh, yeah. Then I, like everybody, 
together, laying hands on them. Boom! In a flash, we're gone. Back to the forge. Roll a D100. Oh, God. Fifty-seven. You're all right. (laughs) You're all right. You arrive at the forge in the same exact positions you are in with this broken heap of forebears. What do you do? Um, Ferrazzo like like tries to just to see what happened on the body, like. He got killed by a... He got killed by Lance? By a Lance. I saw that part. Yeah. (laughs) You're pretty sure... You're not a doctor. (laughs) But at first glance, it looks like he got murdered. She might be acting irrationally, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) What could have happened to him? Uh, Baron is going to... Also, take a look at what happens. He's determined the cause of death. He got his flu shot. (laughs) Baron's going to flip his shield on its back and place... Forebears on it. He's going to ask for help from Feyraza, and he's going to begin cleaning his wounds. He'll take off just his. Uh, well, he's not wearing armor, right? Um, so that would have helped. He's just. <laughs> God damn it, Matthew! <laughs> Son of a bitch! I was flat-footed. <laughs> he's going to begin tending to his wounds and reciting whatever incantations he knows to Torag, but he'll also every once in a while mention um, the names of the ancestors he's heard forebears he'll kind of he won't try to do any prayers that forebears would have done but he'll like say in their memory in forebears memory in the memory of his grandmother in the memory of this person please give him safe passage says a little prayer for forebears whoo the hell do you do now you barely knew the guy you think in, in game time, we've been playing with him ever since the Chapel of Urgothoa. But 26 episodes. 26 episodes. Maybe it's been... Now, you did take some time to make Baron's gun. Yeah. But beyond that... And you, you probably got to really know him there. But So it's been a couple of weeks, a few weeks. We did and not know him well. But it's combat, too. I mean, I mean this is a very intense experience with another human being Mm -hmm. and I think especially Pembroke I think just knowing Shawanti and having been his translator for a while he feels I mean I think he I guess this is happening he's he's like leaning on his on his staff and in Shawanti he says um, may may the mightiest horses carry you across the plains to Farazma's boneyard. May you for rest. May you rest with the spirits of your ancestors. You were very brave, very brave boy, brave man. Just kind of. Lays his hand on his on his arm. We did not know him well. He did not know us well. And yet, he took up our cause as if it was his own. We must honor this. Honor the fight. Honor the causes that he fought for. I don't even know where to bury him. I don't know where his uh, family lived if he had any that survived him. I don't know if he's the last of his line. I don't know if he has any kin to his name whatsoever, any children. But I know that we're left. And we have to carry on the majesty with which he fought on the battlefield carry his bravery and strength in each of us and allow it to guide our magics and weapons against the evil that remains in that terrible tomb it's 
Not the meal I would have asked for, but it's one that'll keep me going. Rest well, forebears. Takes his cloak of resistance plus five and puts it over his face to grant him final repose. The cloak now becomes unmagical and useless. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a grand gesture. Such a... Such a kind sacrifice. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Fool! (laughs) Rather snatches it back. (laughs) We barely knew him. It's a blanket. Who is this guy? (laughs) Blanket, right? (laughs) Farron Farron sees this go down, and she she walks over. What? What took place? How? How did he fall? His body was broken by the foe. He took a lance through the throat, remember? Through the chest. We all know this, remember? Ah, yes. It's very obvious, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> Doesn't take a, a heel check to see that he was killed by a lance. Upon horseback, no doubt. Did the man have a head that killed him? No. This man, I, I did not know him other than the, the times that you brought him here. But seeing him now... He had giant's blood in him. Uh, did he? I mean, look. It's right there in his features. Maybe it's something that only I can sense, but somewhere, somewhere in his line, the very people that he was fighting, it's in him. Oh, well, good that he's dead, then. <laughs> That's really fucking weird, Matthew. I'm going to remember that. I was going to heal you and everything. <laughs> I didn't even know. It does appear that Skirkatla's tomb, the place where anyone with giant's blood falls, risk of corruption or even death, This was the greatest challenge forebears ever could have faced. And I only wish that we were strong enough to help him see it through. You know him better than I did, but... If you don't have a plan for what to do with him, I can... Put him at rest for you here in the forge. What is left for you in that tomb? Forebears fought... Amongst the spirits of his ancestors. Now we must fight among the spirit of forebears. We must go back. But we must go back with a plan. Yes. Baron, it's somehow even more terrible than what was done here at Minerals Valley. The perversion. The, the just total lack of compassion and, and love of life. Total absence of it. It's colder there than I've ever felt in my life. And even here, my fingers and toes feel icy. But we we do have to return, but we do have some some business. Please, let's let's find him a place to rest at the forge. And then I guess we could go look for that. Yeah. Do I know anything throw him in a broom closet? (laughs) Well (laughs) Do I know anything with like about Shuanti burial customs that I could inform I'm sure you, if you slept on it, you'd, you could think of something um, you'd want to do. I mean, I mean, we could, we could, re- I mean, do we know what Qua he was? Yes. Yeah. What was it again, Joe? You, I'm sure you told them at some point. Mm-hmm. Lin Qua? Um, he's, it's kind of complicated because he was the, um, he would have told you that he was a member of the Shash Qua, which was the oh. bear clan. But that they were kind of a, an offshoot of the Lyrun Qua, which is the Moon Clan, mm-hmm. um, and it was uh, it had to do with his the relationship of his grandmother with his grandmother's sister, who was in the Lyrun Clan. You know, you don't would know all the details of that, mm-hmm. but you would know that both of those clans are more so. You know, where he would, I guess, want to be buried, but he, you know, if possible. <laughs> I was just thinking maybe we could if we the only Shuanti we've had contact with so far are the Skoan Qua, but he's not a member of that Qua. Right. 
Yeah, and, you, I th- and the Quas do not really get along. No. Not all of them are enemies of all of them, but some of the, you just wouldn't really know which ones, and it's safer to bet that they would not necessarily. But Pembroke might know the region where we would have to go. Oh, certainly the Lyrun Qua, yeah. Yeah, the moon but, clan. I, but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to teleport there because I'm not having right. actually been there. So We could send, try to send word. Yeah, we could have general repose and just yeah. you know keep him in uh, a linen chamber uh, preserved until you know, we were able to like re- return him to his homeland. Yeah, I love the idea of someone from his clan making the journey to this former giant's nest that we cleaned out and like what it is for tomorrow in this like non-denominational faith place, and then lying up and being met by Farron. And whatever misunderstanding might happen from there and her just like slowly letting them in and showing them to the body of forebears. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll write him a letter. That's the solution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send a raven. That's what my dad always said. Just write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, just what's the plan? I don't know if this is out of this is the right time. You did say you had some cool shit on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the, it's for the sake of the adventure. We though. have to. <laughs> we're, we were we were messed up with you there, and now you're not even there. Like we are shorthanded. I want you to know that Faraza is is mourning fully. Matthew is just thinking. We have to curious about the gear. I'm curious. Well, he had a headband of alluring charisma plus four. Helpful. Oh, I have that. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> uh, oh, the wands of cure light wounds. Good, we had two have, of those. Yeah, okay, and I'll give you charges on that. They <laughs> all snapped in the lance. <laughs> <laughs> they all they all took the lance damage. Uh, Why would you have them right next to your heart? That's just foolish. Belt of mighty constitution plus four. Uh, oh wow, oh. nice. And then the cloak of resistance that he had given Baron previously. Right, the cloak of resistance. Okay, uh, and then of course the ancestral weapon of his people. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You can can keep that. (laughs) We'll bury you with it. Yeah. Well, there's what's the carry me home with my shield or on it thing? Yeah. We'll leave that. We'll leave the shield with you. Yeah. Yeah. Put them on the shield. Well, yeah, and the shield is from the adventure, so I don't know if you want to hold on to that. The other shield that he was using. Oh right, right, right. Is, yeah, is it steel from the adventure. Yeah. Not, yeah, the sure-footed shield. Sure-footed shield. Wasn't too sure-footed in that one. No, 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 it wasn't. I read that a couple times. I was like, does it do anything against a charge? Like, nope. Bull rush maneuver. Was that the one that was equipped or awesome blow or overrun? Yeah. Wow. Any fortification on those shields? No, yeah. no. That would have been, nice. so been really nice. We've got the belt of constitution, the cloak of resistance, and the wands. What's the the cloak of resistance? Is a plus what? Plus four. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Very nice. Who wants it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to move things along. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I told you, Faraza is mourning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very. Matthew sad. is not. Matthew has some time to think about this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We well, all. Do. Baron should take the cloak. And then you want the belt of constitution, or you want to roll off for it? I'm or? wearing a, bo- a belt of dexterity right now. So, uh, all right, throw it in the bag. Probably do someone else more good than me. What are you wearing, Faraza, on the belt? Uh, what are you wearing? <laughs> oh, I'm wearing a belt of a belt of giant strength plus six. Oh, that's oh. right. Oh, you don't that's need right. any mule back offered, It was offered to four bears, <laughs> and he was belt? like, "No, nah, I'm good." You have a belt, which right, is crazy. Baron? But I'm wearing a belt of dexterity plus two. Okay, I could switch to the constitution and just lose a little bit of hit and damage. I mean, the constitution would do, but it also helps my. But let's class. see. Maybe we'll run into some miraculously run into another friend that would agree to accompany us on our adventures yeah, yeah. and whoever that person is maybe they'd like it i mean i hope this person right. whoever we run into wasn't privy to what forebears was carrying prior to us running across no. them no heaven forbid my character doesn't know anything about that <laughs> uh, my character's been surprised that we continue to pick up new team members even though the ones continue the, the ones that have died have died totally gruesome <laughs> it's not like we're holding like tryouts and we have to sit down with applicants and be like look the last person who held this position <laughs> didn't fare so well. They're all coming to us it's not with their a fault. divine purpose. Yeah, it's, Do you it's, know how many people have been in the Temptations? <laughs> like over the decades? It's like 40 guys. 40 guys have been in the Temptations. They're still, they're still an active band. Aren't they? Yeah, and they're still touring. So... <laughs> So there's a precedent. <laughs> I'm saying there's a, there's a precedent. This isn't that crazy. 
<laughs> so in a broom closet is a totally nude four bears leaned against the wall. Right. Yeah. Next to the mop bucket. <laughs> God, come on. We he's, found him. He's wrapped in linens in a place a of, of sunglasses honor. <laughs> a place of honor. <laughs> Somebody drew a dick on his forehead. Oh, my God. Oh. It was that kid with the Wanda color spray or whatever. Oh. Oh, what's, his, what's his name? Ralphio? Yeah. Yeah. Ralphio. Ralphio. Fucking Ralphio. Uh, he ruins everything. <laughs> so uh, let's get back to to what what the hell are you going to do here? Like, what what is the next thing you're going to do? Yeah, so I'm saying, like, we are... We, that Where we are right now, the mindset we have to have is, like, we are... Our backs are against the wall. We can't stop. But we don't have any, like, recourse. We don't have any sources of, to call for help, as far as I can think. So I think we're just going to try to bolster ourselves as best as we can, repair Baron's gun, get healed up, um, take the powers of the forge before that that will that it, will, it can grant us before we go back and just hope for the best. Yeah, we had talked about this off air. So the powers of the forge at Caster level twenty is going to be able to fix your gun. Yep, no problem. And I think Baron would hand the gun over, which at this point looks like after Bugs Bunny put a uh, wine cork in the end of Yosemite <laughs> Sam's gun and it explodes right. like an accordion <laughs> feel. <laughs> He's going to hand that to hands out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> Pembroke, I introduce you to this weapon. You've seen it in battle. You've heard me call it the judge before. Mm. Its other name is the lawbringer. I ask you to bring it back to finish the fight. I will. I will use the power granted us here to, to restore it. We will try. We will, we will try again. And he, he does the make hole uh, at the forge at caster level 20. The magic of the forge. Um, so badass. And so there are nine charges left in the forge as well. Which we can do other things. Nineteen, I think. Forge does a lot of... I think it's twenty charges. Is it, no, it's no, it's ten, ten charges. Ten charges. Yeah. We never did anything with the forge before? Just made things. And resize stuff. Oh, well, we made the gun there. Yep, we made the gun. And there. that doesn't count against the charge. Well, and I fixed, I like uh, put the name of Umlo and uh, Della inside of my other guns. But it's charges per day. It recharges every oh, day. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah. Anything else we can do? Uh, what other spells have they got? There, uh, we can do stone skin. Really? At, castle yeah. level 20? Yeah, castle level 20. How have we not been doing that every time? What's the, we're stupid. Well, the, um, the duration is still 200 minutes on that, it looks like. But we're gonna, if we go straight back into the battle. That's right. true. Right. Um, yeah, we can do bull strength for one charge, magic weapon for one charge, make hole, which we've done, uh, fabricate, major creation for three charges, stone shape for three charges, stone skin, three charges, iron body, five charges, stone to flesh, five charges. Wow. So we can do tomorrow morning, right before we leave, we can do three of us. Well, all three of us can get stone skin. We should definitely do that. Yeah. That would give, sure. us, a, give sure. us how many how many hit points? Uh, that is, it's DR, DR10. And then, but each blow takes 10 of those points away. But it's a total of 150 points that can be taken away. Wow. So wow. Uh, at that casual level 20. Oh, yeah. Maximum 150 points. Yeah. So uh, Holy shit. That would have saved Four Bears' life. It would have. And you don't have to do the material cost? No, because it's a spell-like oh, right. ability. Spell-like spell. ability. Right. Humongous difference. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ralphie is selling those material components I mean, in the corner. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we have to do that. I say we as if I'm going to continue on the show. But we have to do that. Uh, <laughs> as you become it, our it, color commentator. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, John look what Pembroke Madden. did there. That was crazy. <laughs> Boom, he's on his back. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> the um, uh, the idea of like buffing here and then like teleporting right into the tomb and going into the fight all all buffed up is is nice, but it's got to kind of be at the point where we're like, and we're not teleporting back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no matter what happens, we can't get back. But I guess you could always just prepare two teleports. But that's your high level spell. I always do that anyway. Okay. Yeah. I'm also terrified of like every high level adventure I played, which is one. 
there have been enough like places where 100%. like hundred <laughs> percent. Well, no, the one besides this one. Um, there are enough like high level places where like there's a magic on the place that screws with teleportation or locks you in place or something terribly wrong happens. Yeah. We've always teleported outside and like marched up to it rather than going in, and that that scares me too a little bit. But. Mm. True, but I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I like right now. We don't have any other resources for help, I mean, that I can think of, that we can access readily, you know, before. I mean, we could try to go back to Skelt for True Now to recruit, but I don't think we have that kind of time. We only, like, we, it's not like we could go to True Now and be like, we need your next 12th level hero to come join us. And you, and you run into the issue with True Now and the Pembroke's never been there. Yeah, or Skelt. We could Skelt. Skelt we could go to. Well, that's the thing. We need to wait another day anyway to shake the effects of the curse so oh, right, we might as well i can i can t- i can memorize three teleports go back return the head um well i guess i would still only need to so go back return the head and then teleport back to skelt spend the night there try to find and try to find someone while we're there i mean where's and then go back yeah you know like it'd be a desperate like <laughs> But the, if we mo- want to use- the most earnest, sweaty Please. Craigslist ad in history. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the day, you're you're going to rest the night. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Or are we going to try to do this head thing now and then rest the night? Mm. No, because I need another. I don't, I'm out of teleport. Oh, you're out of teleport. So yeah, I need so. to do. We need to do that in the morning. Great. So you rest the night, and when you wake up. You now have a minus six to all your ability scores. Oof. Because <laughs> it's been another day that you haven't completed the quest. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, this guy's a real brutal taskmaster, man. <laughs> this guy's such We're a doing dick. him a favor. <laughs> You're a man down and a minus six to all your ability scores. On top of that, you're going to teleport to an area that you've only viewed once. On target is one to 76. Pretty good odds. Shit. Off target is 77 to 88. Off target can be very bad. (laughs) 89 to 96 is a similar area. And now 97 to 100 is a mishap. Oh, just another nearby area with a bunch of dwarven skulls and their weapons uh, (laughs) trophy room. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to end up in Lord of the Rings. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) gosh. You have a minus six now. To all of your ability scores. Skid, I think you should go ahead and roll that D100 sometime next week. Oh. <laughs> See you then. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Happy New Year, oh, buddy. Man. Don't bother coming next week. You don't have to come. I need some time. Take a day off. Have a nice glass My of wine. My New resolutions are coming through. <laughs> I think it's a good time for Joe to have a third child. <laughs> Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.